I still am not sure how this twin effect case got put on your docket, Ace started as she threw 30 chips into the pot in the middle of the coffee table. We sat on the black leather, L-shaped couch in our living room. She shook her head. It just seems to not be important enough. Nate nodded as he ditched his unwanted cards and put in 30 chips as well. That is what Peek and I think as well. Johnny told her to look at the government. Whose government, ours or someone else's? I discarded cards, added in chips as well and agreed, that is the conclusion I come to. The bad part is that I hit up my contacts for information and all of them, including Johnny, looking over at Fireball, are being mum on the details of this case, which is an indication that it is bigger than we are being led to believe. We played in silence for a few minutes before Nate and Fireball folded. I'll put in 50, I told her, gathered the chips in front of me and tossed them in the pot. Ace decided, looking around at the group, I'll match your 50 and raise you 25. She put in her chips. Okay, I'll match you and put in the rest of my chips, I advised her, holding her gaze. That's too rich she started as Nate and Fireball called out her name. She shook her head and tossed her cards onto the pile. Rookie mistake, Nate observed, gazing over at me. I'm betting she has a pair at best. I say she's got two pairs, Fireball chimed in, waiting for me to glance in his direction. I have, I answered, laying down a three of spades, a three of diamonds, a three of hearts, then a five of hearts and a five of diamonds. I went out for a lousy full house, Ace ranted, picking up her cards and turning them face up in a row. An ace, king, queen, jack and ten of hearts. Fireball put his arm around her and side-hugged her. We tried to warn you. That she's a card shark, Ace returned, just as Chip announced, Colonel Masters, Rachel Thomas is on the line for you. She says it is urgent. We each looked at each other in turn. I drew in a deep breath and instructed, Chip, put her through. Jessa, do you know where your father is, my mother's melodic voice demanded. Am I supposed to? I talked to him a few hours ago. He was acting very talkative about nothing, I countered. We went through a spatial distortion and none of my crew remembers the last week so if he was supposed to come here. I could hear her take a deep breath. He and I have separated. I covered my eyes for a moment as Nate put his hand on my shoulder. I cannot play mistress to you and the IIB any longer and he cannot play it to Maddie and the American people. The thing is that we keep tabs on the heads of all the covert organizations every two hours and we have not been able to locate your father all day. I am sorry that you two separated. If there is anything I can do, let me know, I began, uncovering my eyes to look up at the ceiling. However, as I stated, I do not know where dad is. If you want me to tap my resources and try to find him. Please, mom replied. A pleading in her voice. Mom, are you sure this separation is A? Did you know that Judge Valentine is trying to smear your reputation in the press, mom persisted. I knew she threatened to do so if I didn't help her break up Fireball and Ace, I responded, raking my eyes around the group. She made a fatal mistake, Mom advised me. She went to Vanessa Blake, who in the past would have discredited you in a minute, but now wouldn't dare upset one of her mother's political allies. Vanessa shut the judge down fast. My lips inched into a smile. Way to have my back, God's sister. Thank her for me. Mom and I spoke for a few more minutes before she disconnected the communique. I stood, made my way around Nate and toward the bar that separated the kitchen from the living area. I picked up my Quan pad, 
a handheld device that held the memory of a quantum computer. I dashed off a message to my contacts. Chip, get my father on the line. I noticed Fireball playing poker with Ace. Probably giving her pointers on how to play against me. Cannot comply, came Chip's response. Keep trying him, I persisted, looking up, and get Johnny Remini on the line. Lucky star, came Johnny's voice. Two calls in one day. Have you seen my dad? I posed, looking across the bar into the kitchen. I saw dishes in the sink. Which child did that, I wondered. They and I were going to have a conversation. I don't know how many times I told them to wash the dishes when they finished eating. All they had to do was load them in the dishwasher. Was that so hard? Apparently. Johnny remained silent for a moment. Johnny, what do you know, I required, folding my arms across my chest. He doesn't want anyone to know where he is, but, Johnny admitted, he's in trouble. I don't know where he is, but he is drinking. Like you and Cougar used to. Scratch that, like Tony proportions. I slammed my hand on the bar several times. He tried calling me. He was going on about nothing. He sounded like he might be drinking, but I didn't think. Johnny, you're good friends with him. Do you have any idea where he'd head? Nate put his arms around me from behind, resting his head on my back. Johnny took a deep breath and remarked, You know where he is going to head. I frowned, then concluded, to his mistress. Johnny corrected, No, to you. Mom calls me and the IIB his mistresses, I advised him before I slammed the bar again. I understand him and mom are separated. His doing not hers. She has been visiting an old flame in prison once a week for the last few months, and when your dad confronted her, she didn't seem to think it was a big deal. I swung around to see Nate and required of Johnny, Torch. After all that went down, why would she, no, something else is going on. She loves dad, and she is not going to jeopardize their marriage over my godfather but, as usual, she is blaming this on me. Thanks, Johnny. I will contact you and mom if I hear from him again. I raked my eyes over the other people in the room and proposed, we have some pound cake and fruit if anyone wants any. I saw Nate and Fireball exchange a troubled look. The same one Ace exchanged with Fireball then Nate. I put my hand up. I am fine. I will get the cake, Nate offered, catching my eye, and you go check on the little ones, I agreed, then made my way down the hallway, ducking into the room nearest to the master bedroom, where Lizzie and Mia now slept in their pink and purple beds. As I traveled back into the living room, I heard Fireball remark, Rachel dropped out of communication several weeks ago. It didn't worry me because she does that when she is figuring things out. She's actually been in contact with Lucky Star more than me. Johnny thinks they are looking into Rachel's parents' disappearance all them years ago. I had no idea her and Bradley were separated. Rachel Thomas remained closer to her godson, Caleb and Rena's biological father, Tony and my good friend and ex-boyfriend of six months, Fireball, then to me, her own daughter. When there was a silence, Ace said to Nate, I suspected, Peek said that you want to foster kids who need medical attention at Brett and Dr. Weinhardt's hospital. I like that idea. How do I get involved? Hold up Fireball interrupted. Shouldn't you consult me? We are getting married and raising Milano and our unborn daughter, when she shows up. I need more information. Nate said to Ace, we completed the classes and have gone through the hoops, but Peek doesn't seem thrilled about it. Has she said anything to you? You're her company clerk. She shook her head and demanded, wagging her thumb, 
Are you asking me to break Colonel Company Clerk confidentiality? Every company clerk takes an oath not to reveal what their colonel says in confidence. I smirked, then I reappeared in the common area, sinking onto the couch. My dark-haired brother-in-law, Colin Vincent, my security chief, with his long nose, round face and goatee, came down the hallway from his and Nate's sister Joey's side of the quarters. He ran his azure blue eyes around the room until he located me. Jessa, do you know who is shacked up in VIP quarters Lima? When I shook my head, he turned his eyes to Ace, who shrugged. He moved his eyes back to me and advised me, we are getting complaints from the neighboring quarters that they are hearing the sounds of someone throwing and breaking things coming from within VIP Lima. I didn't want to go in if you were using it as a safe house or something. Nate and I looked at each other. Do you think it could be? Nate questioned, holding my gaze. There is only one way to find out, I countered, moving to the edge of the couch. Could you or Joey look after? Ace offered, glancing over at Fireball, I'll look after the little ones. I could use all the practice I can get, putting her hand over her stomach, because it's been a minute since I cared for little ones. I'll help her, Fireball agreed, putting his arm around Ace's shoulders. I stood to my feet and required, you coming, Jag. I think I am going to need backup. What's going on, demanded Colin, folding his arms across his chest. Fireball replied, putting his hand up, I will fill him in. Just go and see if that's him. Nate joined me at the main entrance, leading me out the doors.